Bitch Talk, episode 188. That's Ashanti. Hello. Where's she been? I was just going to say that. <sighs> Man, uh, there was so much good music back in the day. <laughs> what happened to music? Uh, you guys, we have a live show coming up. It's Friday, June 2nd at the Lost Church in the Mission. Uh, you can find tickets at Ticketfly, but the most exciting part of this show has been confirmed. Lyrics Born... Yes. Will be our featured guest. Um, and I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> it's it's funny because I've known him for a while and I actually worked for him for a little bit. And uh, we had his wife on Joyo, God, a couple, couple of years ago. And um, I've wanted to have him on, but I'm a little intimidated, you guys. I mean, it's lyrics born. He's been around forever. Yes. Yeah. And uh and he always jokes, he's like, I'll, I'll be on whenever. And I'm like, all right, well, will you be on our live show? <laughs> no pressure, but will Prove you it. be the featured guest on the live show? So uh, Lyrics Born's going to be there. Get those tickets now, because I have a feeling maybe they're gone by the time this goes out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be fun. We also are, <clears throat> excuse me, we are a part of uh, That's What She Said, uh, which is a speaking event once a month. It's going to be Monday, June 5th. It's free. Um, featured guest is uh, the Giants PA announcer and local DJ Rennell Brooks Moon, who's kind of I don't know she's she's up there for me, and I know Shar too. We're we're big fans she's of hers. Another epic Bay Area. Yeah, I've been just waking up to her <laughs> since the eighties. That's how old we are. Uh, yeah, I think I was saying before that she's. Uh, she was one of my first morning shows I ever listened to. Mm-hmm, the morning zoo crew. Zoo crew on yeah. KMEL. Yep. That was, gosh, what year was that? 1984? 86? 86. 86. <laughs> we're That's 10. Awesome. We're nine. You're, you're both, nine. You're both the same year? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm older. <gasps> Obviously, big... she's she's already 40. So. Obviously. That's why she's freaking out about your birthday. This yes. is a big year for your birthday. Okay. I need Got to it. put this it's in the coming. calendar. Anyways, come to come to. Uh, that's what she said at the social study. It's in San Francisco in the Fillmore, Monday, June fifth. Come support uh, Rennell's nonprofit, Friends of Faith. Um, it's going to be a really great night, and I get to introduce Rennell, who I've been listening to for thirty years and am a big fan of. So that'll be fun. And support the social study. That bar is fucking. You awesome. You know what? Yeah, I have to give go to a this shout bar. out to Harmony because she's been really supportive of the Nomadic Family Project, which Ange and I have been working on forever. Um, and she's doing this event now. That's I think this is the fourth or fifth speaker. So it's great. I mean, good food, good drinks. Wine, sake, cocktails, which yeah. you don't see everywhere. No. Yeah. Awesome place. Good music, always. It's a really good place to go and work during yeah. the day. Anyway. But anyways, on. we have a lot going on. There's going to be probably more announcements, too, because we're we're getting the name out there. The and whole episode is going to be announcements, I feel like. Yeah, it's just <laughs> announcements, you guys. We're going to be done in <laughs> like five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> we're going to be done in five minutes. Yeah. So, uh, go to all these things, buy, th- buy all these tickets, support all these causes. Thanks for listening later. Bye. We got things to do. First and foremost, buy tickets to the live show. <laughs> I think it fly. First and foremost. Well, that, there's only there's only like what like two ten we, tickets left. Yeah, I know at least one's yeah, been bought. That's, so <laughs> that's all I care about. You had to buy a ticket. I'm sorry. I didn't buy one. I'm just kidding. Duh. Uh, I really for a minute. Let's catch up because we haven't really been able to do this. Uh, I loved. I'm going back to uh, episode 186 of the podcast when we interviewed the lovers director Azazel Jacobs. Oh, yeah, just. What awesome. a guy. What a guy. Just chill, cool. 
Um, if you haven't listened to that podcast, please download it. He's so cool. Um, my boyfriend was listening to it and had to turn it off when we talked about the dogs. He's like, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even listen to it because I was. Oh, I can imagine crying. Jeff being more sensitive than <laughs> oh, you. Oh yeah, even <laughs> when he, it comes to dogs. Yeah, he turned it off. He's it's like, just like these two together. It's right? like trying to tell like... Jeff, think about, think about Koki not being here anymore. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> dog talk. Well, but, you know what's really funny? So, uh, Matt, my. Uh, oh man, yes, man your man friend. Me, he was telling me he was watching. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Anyway, he distracted me. Now he was watching. Yeah. Like it was either Colbert or Bill Bill Maher or something like that. And he was talking about they, they were. Inter- it was Bill Maher, and he was interviewing this woman who was talking. About, she mentioned a little bit how it's kind of unhealthy how people are with their pets sometimes, and they they take the place of social interaction. That is not true. No. Okay, I'm not saying <laughs> this, fuck this lady. Listen, I'm not saying this so we could fight. Okay, I'm saying this so. Bill Maher was like getting all defensive, like, what do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. And then Bill Maher brought up this joke from a comedian and he said, okay, if you lock your dog and your wife in the trunk of your car for five hours, when you open the trunk, who's going to be happy to see you? <laughs> it's kind of okay, like, all right. All right. Are you here all well, week? Are you going to be a punchline <laughs> next no, week? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I, I was actually fighting my uh, man friend <laughs> about this and I'm like, no. Of course, everybody. Everybody rewinds five seconds ago, and we'll figure all that out. Everybody loves their pet more because fuck humans, you know. They fuck you over. You sit in traffic, and they cut you off. And yes. your dog is unconditional love. So of course, it's you know. But I understand. There's this level of, it's a little unhealthy sometimes. I'm not I don't saying think so. you are. I'm saying, you know, you shouldn't just be a cat lady with fifty cats True. And, and not participate in life. In it's, life, it's social interactions. You and Jeff participate in social interactions. We do, a lot. So there's no problem here. It's funny. I thought for a minute to bring the dogs today, and I'm like, well, there was a guy in studio, and my dog might have problems cock with blocks. that. Yeah, cock yeah. blocker. Yeah. Um, what? He's just, he loves me. Um, I know that Char, did you go to Disneyland? Yes. Obviously. Did I not see posts? I've... Uh, are With the people that I went, I had to keep it quiet. Oh, that's right. They're on the DL going to Disneyland. Right. Are they sick? They're on the DL. Kind of, something They're like that. The I actually didn't have to call in sick, but uh, skipped out on some uh, meetings. <laughs> so that, uh, like, apparently there were some, like, you know, work meetings or something yeah, like that that they were supposed smart. to go to. Disneyland's better. Yeah. Disneyland's oh, Disney's way better. Putting Disneyland's always better, spoken from the person that's been there like twelve times in I the think last you, six months. Yeah, I think yeah, like twice a month basically is what not you're averaging. A, no, okay, not, once a month. Once a month. Well, once a month. Please but, don't say twice but a month. But two, but two days back to back. So that's twice a month. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we did. Um, we drove up Monday night, did like a half day Tuesday, did a full day Wednesday, and then did. A half day yesterday, and in between all of that, I'm working. So, like, when we go home <laughs> at like midnight, I'm editing and putting all this stuff together yes. that I gotta get taken. You care answered of. an email at some point. I'm like, wait, did she just get back from Disneyland or is she in Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> answering emails. And, 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 well, I always justify because there's a lot of there's a lot of potential work for me down there, and so it's like. But it's tough because you're trying to chase people down and you're trying to make all this stuff happen. So it's like I'm I'm realizing I need to give myself bigger buffer windows to get things to get things done. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to at least you know I'm in the same vicinity as people and able to actually like it's better to kind of track people down mm-hmm. that way. 
So yeah, it's like it's and it's the only way I can justify it. It's like I can't just keep going there and then going I'm not doing anything, you know, forward moving and productive or, you know, momentum wise. I was going to say as much as you've been going to Disneyland in our last episode there was a John Stamos moment or minute from Disneyland. You're going to have to run into him at some point. That's true. So, so you just are. Sure and you I'm not going to say anything to him. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're you going to keep a mic on you. Char- you know what? We should give her a line. We should give her something like her in when she sees John Stamos at Disneyland. Oh, is that what the? Because okay. you can't it. just be like, uh, want a corn dog or something like that. <laughs> that's what, what I would that's... think. Want a turkey leg? That'd probably be the line, isn't it? I think that's a good line. I think that's kind of no. Okay. What she what, should what? say is, "Oh, what is what's the line that our friend in the last episode used for John Stamos?" Oh, uh, I'm a secret large. I'm a, that's what you can open with. Secret, secret lodges. lodges. Secret lodges in the house. <laughs> you should scream that. It's like Secret Lovers. That song. Secret, secret lovers. lovers. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what, what these are. are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Once again, we need video in this room. We do. Um, anyways, yeah, you went to Disneyland, and then this asshole sitting next to no, me. No, well, I wanted to Captain talk about. Party. I had. Yeah, I got you. I had a couple different things. Well, I wanted to talk about Hamilton first because I know I'm not going to see it so. for sure. And well, I kept. What does you that got mean? in. You're not oh, going to yeah, see she it. She got in. Wait, well, did you buy no. tickets before? Or did you oh, get into no, that lottery? I did nothing. No, she did nothing. I, did, I just kind of sat here, of course, and I was like, "You well, as Hamilton? you always do." Yeah. What the? Well, fuck? I mean, no, she's. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to have a talk really quickly. What? Is no, that no, always no. Do no. Uh, you're Is this just, something? No, you're really good at putting out the vibe into the universe, and it comes. I'm not back saying you, you don't sit there doing nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying that cool things happen to you, yes. and you know you don't have to do it. It's it. You're. I don't have. No, no, I agree. No, you're you're like that. You're what is it? Well, when you say like, I don't. I'm gonna. You're gonna get offended by it, but it's like the Kramer that just like things happen to. Yeah, you fall ass backwards into perfect situations. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to Hamilton. Like, oh, I was oh. hanging out with I was hanging out with Joe the other day, yeah. and then Joe said, oh, I have an extra ticket to Hamilton. Yeah. Would you like to go yeah. with me? And then those things happen no. to you. Those okay. things don't happen to Aaron and I. No. <laughs> They don't actually okay. ever. Like okay. I, I, I leave never forty-five minutes early and I arrive a half an hour late. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, Char, we'll talk about that. I'll have an open room in a few months. You can always spend the night in San Francisco. Okay. Well. Okay. So, Ange well, went to Hamilton. Now, it was it was a friend who had uh, um, uh, a membership to this theater, so she had dibs <laughs> on tickets, and then my gave them to my sister, and then it was a birthday present, and then it was all these things. So it wasn't something that was planned. I have to laugh really quickly too because it's like Ange isn't really she's part of bitch talk, but she's not. I am. Part of bitch I'm talk. rep bitch but, talk. But okay. she got to interview the Oscar winning. <laughs> Movie maker from last year by herself. You know what I mean? Like that's what uh, what mm-hmm. happens in her life. She's like, uh, oh yeah, no I interviewed I, Barry. It's cool. Fuck <laughs> you. I yeah. did that. You and I like, only had. They uh, cut my time. I only had yeah. seven minutes. Yeah, and I only got to sit next to him, not on top yeah, of him. Yeah, she's the girl. So that she's the only sucked. interviewer that ever like climbed over him during his whole moonlight tour and sat de- like right next to him. I wanted to be all up close. But anyways, that's uh, uh, but that, for you. No, but okay, I love you. So this was before he you. won and you were like, can you please do me a favor? You know, it wasn't like I was like, give me this interview. And No, blah, blah. I know, but it's just funny. These things happen to her. Anyways. I don't know. 
That's why I'm keeping That's what we're saying. Their... Those things magically happen to you. It just so happened that Aaron couldn't be there that day. I had to, I had to, <laughs> work. She had to work at another junket yeah, yes. or she had to do another thing. And it was like, oh, we need Angie to step up. And then six months later, oh, this guy yeah. won an Academy <laughs> Award. Her new best friend is now the Academy so Award winning director of the best movie that was ever made. Anyways. Anyways, Anyways tell us more about anyway, Hamilton. So, more about Hamilton. So, yeah, I fucking went to Hamilton. It was a fucking good time. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Jesus Christ. Wait, how did you end up with these tickets? We didn't even... A friend of a friend. Said. So my, my sister's friend is a member <laughs> of the theater okay. for, for the for the Orpheum. Or or maybe it's all theaters because I feel like they go to a bunch of different theaters. Anyway, so she had dibs to Hamilton tickets and she, she, she got two sets of tickets. Two tickets for two different shows. And one of the shows she couldn't make, and my sister is basically like one of her best friends, so she gave it to my sister. And my sister was like, do you want to go? And I was like, fuck, duh. And then... <laughs> And then I was going to pay her, and they were at face value. But then for my birthday, two of my sisters ended up paying for the ticket for me. So it was really nice, and it was awesome. And I had no – yeah, I, I didn't know, and I and, and it was amazing. I brought the playbill because I want Limber to look at this cast. Limber. Just look at the fucking cast. I mean, have you oh. ever seen a more diverse, beautiful, every color, every creed – Everything. And, um, so, so I'm I'm gonna say one thing. Like I've been to a lot of musicals because I love them, and also because um, your, all of my nephews, nephews are basically yep. all musicians. 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 Sorry, whiskey. Musicians, sorry, makers. Yeah. Uh, singers. Um, actors. They they just like I, I've seen tens of, of musicals in my day, and I love them because of the fact that they kind of pull me out of my everyday life and out of kind of my comfort zone even in terms of music like I don't listen to musical music uh, on an everyday basis but with Hamilton it was kind of the marriage of my love for musicals and my love for fucking hip-hop and like 90s hip-hop there's so many references to like Biggie Small songs and um like uh like for example there's this one Biggie song it's called the 10 crack commandments right it was on um <laughs> What the fuck? A disc two, live or die, ready, ready to die, disc two. Anyway, and they have the ten dual commandments, right? Because back oh. then in the Hamilton days, yes. were duels. So um, I don't know. Like in the beginning, I got the chills. Seriously, like, did you start crying right when they started? No, I didn't start crying, but I got the chills, and I was so proud. I was like, oh, oh. my god, there's something, there's something that. Like I feel connected to literally, and I and I feel like is representing me and and my people. They're not even my. I mean, they're our founding fathers. It's a story about our founding fathers, right? But it's like something so much deeper. And these these like beautiful brown people of all different shades and colors, and white people, and everything. Was it a little bit too like, what the hell is going on in the world? But this is beautiful. Kind of moment, I, I, you know what I mean? Actually, no. What I oh, felt, well, what, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is beautiful for sure. But what right, I felt right. was, this is fucking relevant. Okay. Relevant. They're talking about a revolution. Mm-hmm. They're talking mm-hmm. about stepping up, not mm-hmm. missing your shot to to make a difference. And um, yeah, so it was fucking relevant. And it's a story of our forefathers, and it totally lived up to the hype. And I had chills, and I loved it. And I was just like, wow. After every song, like, what the fuck? Wow. What the fuck? Wow. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. I want to see it. And in a San Francisco audience, I mean, I felt like a lot of people in the audience had already heard uh, all of the songs. Because at well, one point. everyone has bought the soundtrack well, without and seeing thing, and it. I, and I haven't because right. I didn't want to ruin it. Right. And I thought I about it. the same way. Because I feel like, okay, so it's hip hop, right? So it's going to be fast, and maybe I'm going to miss shit. But I'd rather it be new mm-hmm. and fresh. So I didn't, 
I was tempted to, but I didn't. But I know that like a lot of the audience did because at one point, one of the lines in one of the songs was like, immigrants, we get it done. And everybody, before they even said it, started roaring. It sounded like a fucking lion wow. in the theater. Like, oh, everybody's just screaming. And I was like, whoa. I turned to my sister like, this is fucking intense. Like, it was, it was a whole other experience because of where we are as a country right now. Yep. So, lived up to the hype. God damn it, Lin Manuel, you're a fucking genius, and mm-hmm. and he didn't even know that he was going to be so timely. He had no clue. It's just that's the serendipity of life, right? Like, I don't know. He was inspired by something, and it became something even bigger. I'm jealous. Shara, we have to try and get those lotto tickets. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. So, no, I know someone that that won them. I mean, the woman kept trying. Yeah, I mean, like I see there's a. Um, I have uh, on my Facebook feed. There's friends that like. I guess they want you to share it. I don't know. If, I don't know if that gives you an extra in or whatever. But they uh, they share it. They share it twice. Uh, they share it twice a day. Like to like. Oh, I'm in that ten dollar lottery. And it, I'm every, sure you have to. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Like I forget it. Unless shit. it works for you. Well, look at Dino. Uh, yeah. Dino Ray Ramos, friend yeah. of the show. He got. Lottery, what did he pay? Twenty dollars and he was like ten dollars. And he was third row, yep. center, yep. some bullshit yeah. like yeah. that in New York with right. Lynn. Right. That's what so they um it's not Wicked impossible. does that as well. Like they do I uh I really want to see Wicked. You've never no. seen Wicked? No. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I know. But yeah, they do that before every show they reserve like the first like three rows or something like that for this lottery and they give yeah. them the X amount of tickets. Oh, I love that. They should do that with like basketball games and they should do that with everything because not everybody can afford this bullshit, especially in San Francisco. Again, that was another conversation we had with our prior guest talking about there needs to be a discount for people between 35 and 40. Yeah, 35 to 45. 45. Yeah, we. And single. If you're not married, you don't have dual income. I need fucking help. Why do I, why do I pay for a couple to have a good knife set? I'm single. I need a good knife set. I don't. I have one income. You know, fuck you. Go work at Williams Sonoma. You'll get a discount. I know. Just FYI, Mercy did, and she I did has too. The finest Woodstuff. cutlery. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Did you say wood stuff? Wood Woodstuff. Oh, Woodstuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. type. Oh, he, sorry. He knows. No, someone yeah, else well, knows about knows, Woodstuff. Yeah, excuse me. Cutlery. Fine. That I bought fine myself. Fine over here. Uh, yeah. So you got to see Hamilton. Shar uh, went to Disneyland. Um, there's a new car in my parking spot uh welcome to the pre be a good prius driver be a yeah good the, didn't you, take an that? you took that for your your road trip the yeah, other i've day. already right. told you that prius drivers are the worst and no. i don't understand if it's the car itself no or what we got the little hatchback it's super cute we like it good it's a good pick it's a great car i love it i love it a lot thank you we need more good prius You're drivers welcome so and i'll be i'll be lifting with that little badass sexy little number in the city so hopefully you get me as a little driver (laughs) 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 what it's better than the goddamn rental program that they've been whatever doing but yeah this is my boy no more tears no more tears well Well, i can't guarantee about that that. (laughs) no more tears about the rental program but there'll be a whole new set of tears. there's always tears char um that's her constant is diarrhea and tears <laughs> if it's not coming out one end, it's coming out the other. <laughs> Thanks, Ange. No um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't do this podcast without talking about what 
Diarrhea? I, no. Po- yeah, politics. Oh. Are that. you? I mean, you have to be watching some of it, Char. Like, I do, can, but. Well, today. It's a lot, though. Today. I can't keep up with everything that's happening. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Frankie and Grace instead. Like, I, can't. I love that show. I can't. Grace. That is. That I'm is really talk See? about that. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about vibrators. I'm not there yet. What do you yet? think I'm about the there. butterfly? Oh, okay. I'm not on season three. Okay, I'm to be continued. Two, two. Those of you But listening. I really, there was one morning, because, you know, I'm still like, I'm freelancing, as I like to call it. And I was like, I'm going to watch a White House press briefing, because I haven't yet. And so I did, and I watched Sean Spicer um, actually control himself, but not answer questions. And I have to say, it was um, before... God, there's so much that already happened this week. It was before... I don't even know I now. I think this was on Tuesday. You told me when I we were I did tell you. We so were in on yoga. on Tuesday, it was Russian... I mean, Russia is a safe bet. It, it was, was Russia, NBC... Com- and the shitstorm and Comey and Spicer wouldn't answer any questions about what the Doc- ladies were asking what Trump was talking about when he was like, you better hope I don't have. They were asking about his his stupid something. tweet about um, video. You better hope I don't have surveillance. Well, right. audio tapes. Our audio yeah. tapes. No one does videotapes anymore. But I'm it was interesting because it was a lot of I'm an old fart. Um, there's a lot of female p- reporters that were really pushing Spicer to answer a question and he wouldn't. Um, and then I got on Twitter and went down the rabbit hole and started calling people out. And then I had to get off. So then I went to Grace and Frankie. So or Frankie and Grace. So that helped me. But um, I, I just I can't keep up. It's really difficult. I don't know if this is their whole game plan. Um, but I don't know. Are you? Do you feel the same? Way? You're at home all the time editing. No, so I, I don't am, know what you do. I am. <laughs> You're watching 90210. Actually, I know that for a fact because <clears throat> I was there. When yeah. Pop. Yes. I need a safe. What's that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. One, one, one. Channel God, it one, was one, so one. bad too. And that's when I was sharp. Really like when no, I'm when I'm yeah. sitting there editing, I need <laughs> to have something in the background that is Don't not going like to distract me. But oh it's no, it's exactly keep me what... calm. And Dylan, oh, uh, circa ninety two <laughs> keeps me calm. Um, I yeah, I but I, I don't need to listen to it because when it I sucks. edit late at night, <laughs> I have to watch. Uh, like I, you have to watch shows that you are you've already seen before. You've already seen. So you don't have to pay attention. But right. it's yes. white noise, but it keeps you calm. Exactly. It's this weird trifecta. And so my channel exactly is uh, the Hallmark Channel, and they have <laughs> I, love, I love Lucy until four o'clock oh in the morning. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, Lucy is my hero. That's her. Lo- that's that's. If Lucy was playing during the day, I'd watch it all day. If it was on Netflix, I'd watch her all day. She's my hero. She's always my uh, someone who passed away that you would love to like sit and have like lunch with. Or a drink. Lucille Ball. Yeah. I don't know. Was she a drinker? I don't know. I feel like Probably. she was very reserved. She's old school. Ricky, Desi Arnaz. Yeah, he'd well, have a done. drink and a little yeah, tickle hello. pickle. But okay. <laughs> anyway, Lucy. Anyway, we're Lucille talking... Ball is my fucking hero. Yeah, but we were talking about politics. <laughs> Oh, oh, so back to yeah. Ba- well, so what do you want to talk about? I, well, I'm afraid just... that he's going internationally right yeah, now. And this I, is his first trip and, today. And my thing was, I'm like, he's going, but is he coming back? Is <laughs> the question. Well, and that was, uh, I don't remember if it was a Colbert or, or who it was, but it's like, good luck coming back. We don't allow terrorists back into this country or something oh, like that. that's a good know. one. It was really funny. I, I did read that he, um, wherever he lands, his meal is steak and ketchup. Steak and ketchup. I know. It's so fucking disgusting. Well, and when he's is going he getting, in cancer, by the way? He's going to NATO. What is that happening? He's going to NATO, which he's done nothing but talk shit about. Right. He's going to Israel, who he just oh. leaked all this information yes. that they told him. But it's him. okay. It's totally he's okay. He's going to... I mean, 
Wow. This is going to be really. I just, I really, I really, really, really. Maybe we need like a policy person in here. I don't understand how all of this is legal. I don't understand. If this was a business, this guy would be fired. He'd be given $25 million, but he'd be fired. Yeah. I don't understand how this, how we can live under this. Yeah. The, Bullshit. It's, well, because there's like, where's the proof? We need like 100% proof. And he has been, hearsay he's been saying things himself on yeah, NBC. I know. Uh, anyways, I'll get off that soapbox. Um, well. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. No. Um. And it was kind of weird because Chris Cornell and oh, well. and Roger Ailes died on the same day. So well, we're like, lose like the third. Two different, it was like two different feelings, right? It's like, oh, shit. And then they're like, oh, well, fuck him. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you know, it was like a very, it felt very weird yesterday. Um, I had a weird day yesterday. Those, um, I had a very uh, weird so day So Chris Cornell, who's Soundgarden and audio um, uh, slave. Slave. Yep. Uh, passed away. His voice, I mean, there's never no, been a voice like his. And there, and there will never... Won't you come wash away the pain? <laughs> Dude, I was blasting that shit in my purple Honda Civic. Anyways, right? In the 90s. In the 90s. Yeah, with my... 92, circa before... Uh, Dylan had a five head. He still had a four head. That's when Black Hole Sun came out. Okay. Anything else for and you? No, sorry. And okay. then Roger Ailes, who was like, yeah, he left a legacy of, of Bullshit. shit. Bullshit. Yeah. Of like, thanks for fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally. Like, I, I, I actually saw the documentary uh, Pulitzer at 100. Oh, thanks to you, yeah, Aaron. You're welcome. Uh, hooked me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was the film festival? Sorry. Docklands. Docklands in San Rafael. Mm-hmm. Uh, CFI. Really mm-hmm. incredible documentaries. I watched uh, Pulitzer at 100, which is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Pulitzer Prize, which started in um, April of uh, 1916. And uh, originally, John Pulitzer, who started this, the reason he did it, which is really interesting, right. was he wanted to elevate the journalism game. He wanted journalists... And reporters to be as respected as novelists and mm-hmm. composers, and he understood how important it was to be a very in-depth uh, a reporter for I- important topics. Right. And so he wanted he wanted to elevate their game, and and clearly, that's what happened. I mm-hmm. mean, the Pulitzer Prize is the most prestigious award right. you can you can get as a writer. In, in any sense. So um, this documentary was told, uh, it tells the story of the Pulitzer Prize mm-hmm. um, from people that have actually won it. I mean, Carl Bernstein was there. Right. I mean, epic journalist. And um, one thing that was really funny was, uh, so they cover all these different important journalist um, topics. I mean, Hurricane Katrina, the mm-hmm. riots, and of course, Watergate. And at that <clears> point, <throat> you heard the whole audience like grumbling. Yeah, what's <laughs> happening now? It was well, crazy. It is it San Rafael. Like, it, it was so awesome. Like these grumbles that happened during the Watergate part. And me and uh, my man friend, we were just cracking up like, oh, my God, I man, love this. Man friend. Does he listen well, to the show? I'm going to let him know. Anyways, go ahead. Well, calling him a boyfriend, it doesn't... It's boy? Boyfriend? No, he's okay. a man. He's all man, so oh he's my, my man friend. Wow. Okay, good. Did you like the documentary? It was good? So it was really great, <laughs> in other words, and it was very timely, and, and thank you to our journalists that are actually doing the job, because what Robert Ailes decided to do was, wait, you don't have to be a journalist. You could just have an opinion, and we can act like that's fact. We can act like that's news, right? That was his thing with Fox News. Yeah, it's still their thing, too. 
Yeah, so so fuck you. Watch Pulitzer <laughs> at 100. Don't watch Fox News. And that's it. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, one little thing I have before. <laughs> Sorry. The John whiskey. Stamos, with, oh. Hashtag whiskey. Whiskey. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that glass is empty. I don't know what he needs over there. Okay. Um, and you're talking about somebody that nobody even knows is it's here. Fine. So it's fine. It's a ghost. It's like your imaginary friend. I might have one. Um, there was uh, something on Twitter this last week. It was uh, mansplaining on Twitter. So there was this, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things in the world. So there was this UK-based uh, PhD, PhD student. Um, she tweeted out to her followers to ask, give me the most obvious thing that, uh, that has been mansplained to you. So I have a few things, and I, uh, we can go through these. Uh, one woman wrote, a live-in boyfriend who never cooked... Trying to tell me I chopped garlic wrong. Bitch, I'm Sicilian. Sit down. Oh. Um, <laughs> another woman said how to pronounce my name. <laughs> <laughs> he corrected. Yeah. Okay. Tax deductions. I'm a CPA. Oh, snap. Another woman wrote what menopause is like during my third year of menopause. <laughs> what? You guys, we're good. Wow. Just you know explain things to each other how about that uh i thought that was funny so i, I wow think, is that good are we good you like that have you been mansplained too are you kidding of <laughs> course because i look uh, i feel like every time we so go to a bar we are mansplained say, some people every feel time. like I, i'm 12 or something so they like or well, think i'm a teenager or something so they they have to mansplain and also i'm a pool player and men oh, just love to be like oh yes. you know what you should really do this and i'm like really give me 5 seconds and i'll kick your ass it's true i've been there when that happens yeah, it's my so f- it's actually you. one of my favorite things in the world um it happens on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> I do have a John Stamos minute. Have mercy. Do you guys remember Jeremy Jeremy Meeks, the thug model from Stockton, California? <gasps> with the, oh, he was light-skinned with green eyes. Is that the one with the teardrop? And he had face yes. tattoos yeah, okay. and the teardrop. Oh, you He's can, a real model now. You can find him on Instagram. I found him on Instagram and went down the rabbit hole. I think this was after the White House press briefing. I'm like, I need to like just <laughs> you need to numb. find happiness. I needed to numb myself for a minute. <laughs> Wait, it was burglary or something? What was he? Sorry, what was I he? I thought it was a gang member. He has that teardrop. I don't know. Well, the te- yeah, that doesn't mean much. Anyway, I just on, have to sorry. show you what I found. I'll show you right here. But it's a John Stamos minute, you guys. <gasps> So he met John Stamos and put it on Instagram, but I thought it was funny that John Stamos didn't put that on his Instagram page. Oh, my God. He's so much hotter than John he, Stamos. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he does sit-ups, obviously. Wow. And that chest tattoo works. Um, There's more down here, by the way. Oh, that's what he said. Well, anyways. It, so damn. So Thug Life Supermodel runs into John Stamos. They Instagram it. Well, Jeremy Meeks Instagrams it, but I'm really not mad at Jeremy Meeks. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's here's the thing, and I watched a lot of like prison documentaries. I just watched Thirteenth, which I think everybody should watch. It's on Netflix. I I think it's important. Anyway, yeah, we are not our worst offense. We are not the worst thing that we've done. That doesn't define us. Sure, and that's the fucked up thing about people that have been imprisoned and have been uh, and, and. it's like, oh, that's you for the rest of your life. No. This one fucked up thing right, you did, right, right. that's not us. 
No. So Jeremy Meeks, I'm, I'm, I'm You're down with him. for you. Yeah, with I know you. you. He's got three kids and a wife, so <laughs> no. get over it. No, I would never want to. Even though he lives over the hill over in Stockton. Here, here's the thing. I have crushes and, and whatever, but I would never want to be with them because they're never they're never going to live up to my expectations. So, yeah. I like this. this is you're a real, beautiful. This is a real conversation right now. No, anyway. you're beautiful, <laughs> but I would never bone you. Oh. But I have respect for your beautifulness. <laughs> That's okay. it. All right. This is uh, please. This is Bitch Talk 188. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.